Podcast. This is episode 71, and today we will be talking about Joking Victim. I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. How you guys doing today? You doing good? Good to hear. You know, it's interesting that that little bit about, you know, me burning myself at work does kind of relate into the episode a little. Yeah. If you just did that, like... Burning people at work. Stared them no, in I'd the eye, No, I'd burn myself to get out of doing work. Like, I'm not going to be like Lars. I'm not going to fake an injury. I'm going to legit injure myself so I can go home. You're just afraid someone's going to prove you wrong if you try to fake an injury. I'm... It's really stressful to fake an injury. It's easier to, like... It's easier to exaggerate. Like, oh, I twisted my ankle. I can act like it... Like it hurts a lot more than it actually does, but faking from nothing, that's harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even Lars wasn't doing a very good job faking that back injury. Oh, yeah. Like, Lars, he probably should have just, like, poured coffee down his leg or something. He hopped out of there pretty quick. I mean, Sadie should have been suspicious then. Yeah. Honestly, of all people, Sadie should have been pretty suspicious of Lars. I mean, she knows how he is. She knows his game. She uh, already cleaned up the last five Stevens, she, so she, she gives knows him, Lars isn't going to want to clean up the six. She gives him the benefit of the doubt, as would be expected with her character. I don't I know. I think Sadie's too trusting. Oh, can we, uh, alright, let's, uh, hold on. Let's start off with the, uh, the preemptive Man, screw Lars! Yeah, Lars is the worst. Well, he's not that bad. He actually knows. He doesn't like, he deserve kinda... Sadie at all. You shut your darn mouth, Sophia. Lars is no. The you worst. know what, Hunter? Towards the end, he was like, "Okay, I feel kind of bad. I want to yeah, help." Yeah, he felt. He didn't. No, did you see him in the middle? He was like, "Yeah, I got work off by faking a bet." He didn't care. Then he put his hands out for high fives. Yeah, no, he didn't okay. care. He just felt bad because he was like, he was finally in that moment where he was supposed to feel bad, and so he's like. Oh, man. I guess I should feel bad about this. Well, like, he realized that he really hurt Sadie's feelings. Like, it's one thing to just Ugh. fake it, and then they never know about it. It's another thing to be, like, it, to make it so personal. And especially to hang out with other people. Well, Lars is kind of a coward, so he would shrink away yeah. from conflict like that. I don't know. True. Just because he has, like, basic human empathy does not make him not a scumbag. To be honest, Hunter, if you could get out of going to work, would you? I mean... Am I working at the Big Donut with uh, yeah. a theme song by Mr. Smile? You okay, yeah, of never. all work to want to bail out of, like, the Big Donut, be grateful for what you have, yeah, Lars. Come you on. get to sit around and just sort of, like, enjoy the calmness of the day. Like He gets to sit on like, the counter, really? listen to his tunes... But that trading video is a good enorm. I told you, a 6% sales tax yeah, on yeah. edible oh, goods. Oh, God, I wish, I wish my job training was that video. My job training had me, like, wanting to just, just collapse onto the floor and die because it was the most boring, awful thing. I want a music video. I want so a music have video. either of you watched the hot drinks video that that was based on? What? There's a video no. it's based on? Uh, yeah, it was based on the Wendy's training video, Hot Drinks, and I'm telling you, it's like, have yourself tied down or something before you watch Hot Drinks, because you will want to run out and apply to Wendy's if you watch it. Hold on, hold on, I'm I'm watch. hold on. I'm gonna watch it right An now. An ad came up. Hold on, we have to watch it right now so we can, we can talk about this. Hold on, no, I, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> oh my god, this is seductive. So 90s. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, they had a biggie size? 
They had a they had a size of drink called a biggie. I wonder if they had a smalls. That's that's true. You never use a paper cup when a uh, you never like just put it directly in the ice machine because you know it crumples the paper cup because it's only paper. Oh my god. Does this just go on for? Oh my god. Yeah, it goes on just like that. I mean, you want to work at Wendy's now? Oh my god, it's two, I really it's do. two and a half minutes. Uh, anyway, but yeah, uh, this was this was the episode where we got the jivinous, jamminous tune in all of Steven Universe. Mm. Go nuts for the big donuts. Don't donuts. donut donut do or do donut. do or do not. So I guess Mister Smiley still fancies himself in showbiz. Yeah, he's like used to be. <laughs> I mean, but he does beach palooza. He. I wonder what else he does because he can't. He can't just do Beach Palooza if he's still thinks of himself. I don't though. know, geez. I I know a couple people like that at my local like civic theater who like they used to be on Broadway, but now they're at the civic theater and like you. They still consider themselves actors because like you know you don't. They're acting. You never really stop. I I think though this hints at a little piece of uh. Old piece of future. Like people have been saying, oh pink diamond theory, oh the, the diamond the diamond. What about are purple show diamond, huh? Uh no no no. I think the real important thing that we can infer from this episode, uh, for something in the future is Mr. Smile is gonna drop a new EP. And he and Greg are gonna go on tour to promote it. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> I think imagine? the kind of music that Mr. Smiley does and the kind of music that Greg do are very different. Oh, they're gonna do they're gonna do a total genre defying fusion yeah. album. It's gonna be the best. <laughs> no your fusion is actually gonna be combining two different music genres. Mm-hmm. It's I gonna be great. Past <laughs> Although I think that might have been the list for the short, but we can hope that it's the Greg Smiley. You know, episode Griley featuring uh, Percy on bass and Pierre on drums. So we also learned that Stephen is really bad at keeping secrets, but that's okay because Lars is not that observant. I loved Stephen in this episode because, God, he was so annoying. Like in the first couple episodes when I was first watching the show, I'm like, God, no one can be that perfect. But I like this. (laughs) I like how he has a dark side. It's like, oh, if you got him back, what would that make you? Oh, yeah, GC. That was was my my favorite line, GC, of just, uh, I know how to burn people. (laughs) Burn! Burn people! What was really good was, wait right here. Oh, on second thought, this might take a while. You better yeah, go. I yeah, I like that, how he was about was, to take his first step good, and like, like his arms tremble a little. Like, nope. oh, you should probably go. Yeah, that was a good jab at like modern cartoons of like, wait, right here, and then a jump cut. That was that yeah. was cute. But I just like the she said it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> like his face. That's it's me like, though. That's so me. Like I can't pull pranks because I get I get so impatient waiting for the prank to pull through that I just like. Oh yeah, me too. I'm, like, trembling. Every time I see that scene, it makes me think of Spongebob from the April Fool's episode. Oh, yeah. You ask for a couple of ice yeah. cubes, and I only put in one. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty funny. <laughs> God, that's... Uh, this is cute. Spon- yeah, Steven... Steven Bob Universe fans. We keep seeing correlations between Steven and Spongebob. This this is the this is the pinnacle of entertainment. It's always going to come back to SpongeBob. Yep. But yeah, I I also really like the line um when uh what was what was it exactly that Sadie said to Steven? And he was like a hero. 
Oh yeah, like what yeah. would that make you? That was that was that was, that was a joke that had a lot more depth than I think it deserved to. Like, yeah, was, I really liked a... it. But it's funny, I can't like pinpoint a moral on this episode. Like you'd think the moral would be, you know, what if if you get back at people for hurting you, like you're no better than they are. But it's kinda like blatantly undermining yeah. that. And like at, at the no, end the, say the, yeah. I'll tell you what the moral of the episode is. The moral of the episode Lars is sucks. That you should have said that at the meeting, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. I forgot about the ice cream. And as soon as, like, Mayor Dewey came in to view, I'm like, oh my god, he's commemorating <laughs> a statue of himself. I know, that's Oh, yeah, that, no. yeah. Oh, Jesus. I thought the, I, like, I remembered, I, I thought, like, is the ice cream in the shape of Mayor Dewey? Like, <laughs> no. But I just, like, the moral undermines itself again because Sadie's, at the end, she's like, I'm not apologizing. And then she gets forgiven by Lars. Yeah, and then Lars is sort of like, I don't blame you, I'm, I've been a... A bit of a dingle. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, a dingle. <laughs> you friggin' dingle. Uh, what, what, what are Steven Universe unique curses? I loved how Mayor Dewey needed to check his little index card there for yeah. after we all scream. We all scream for ice cream. <laughs> yeah, do you think he gets it? I don't think he I gets don't it. think he gets it. I don't it. think Mayor Dewey gets it. <laughs> Mayor Dewey just cannot comprehend simple, simple word jokes. He doesn't get puns. <laughs> he's he's just operating on a much higher level You're than right. you or me. These jokes are far too low for him. He he requires only vintage memes. Yeah, I like how the ridiculousness of the ice cream was still really bureaucratic and <laughs> Everything where it's like they had a meeting and I imagine they must have had like a vote to decide what they were going to do. Like imagine the homeowners association is like, okay, we're going to put this much of the funding into making the biggest ice cream in the county. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And just in the county too. Yeah. It sounds like something that would happen on Parks and Rec. Like it really does. Like the local governments, like, you know what this town really needs? A giant bowl of ice cream. What did they plan to do with it? Just, like, leave it there? I think they would have just let everyone have at it, but maybe, like, it's a health hazard. I get the impression that Mayor Dewey thought it was just going to stay there and be the biggest (laughs) bowl of ice cream. I don't think he knew it was going to melt. (laughs) Yeah, I bet they thought, like, they never really, like, considered that. Like, at the meeting, like, they're at the next week's meeting. It's like, oh, what happened with the ice cream? It melted. And they're all sort of like, of course it melted. (laughs) No, they're all just like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, I, I forgot it does that. Yeah, oh, oh come on, jeez. We need to have some real talk, though, about Sadie and Lars. Did they or didn't they? I they think did. they did fool around, but yeah. not significantly because or else that romance and island adventure wouldn't have been so kind of first timey awkward teenage romance sort of yeah exactly because Mm. in this episode given the way sadie reacted to steven's wow that must have been a great video game yeah it was then it starts averting eye contact i'm like of course Mm. they did and then island adventure comes around it's like oh wait a minute this doesn't work if they did I think they may have definitely done something. And like Sadie was definitely yeah. like maybe there was just a lot of tension, but they never that that it never went anywhere. Yeah, I think there was like an intense amount of making out between the two. No 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 no, not even kissing other. because Really? It was still very surprising an island adventure. A proper gentleman's kiss. 
That's what happened. Yeah. Uh huh. I, I believe it. Maybe it was like cheek or. Right. I don't see Lars doing anything gentlemanly. Maybe if you're really tired, like I can imagine them either being really tired or under the influence. That might have been it. If Lars holds a door open for you, he didn't see you. He just forgot what he came to that building for. Maybe, maybe Lars and Sadie had like a drinking game. It kind of adds I, up. I don't. I think we're stretching this a little far. Yeah. The theories. <laughs> <laughs> Sadie, Sadie seemed really hurt about the, does that mean that I could have been anyone? I don't know. I just, I don't, this is, this is tough. I didn't, I, I'd never compared it to Island Adventure before. I mean, but, but you got to admit that if we ignore Island Adventure and we take just this episode. Oh yeah, they, then it they, totally they looks like they did the do. So you're saying that uh, Army of War is uh, sponsored by MLG? All right, let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this objectively, all right? Sadie's super nice. She's super sweet. Not, not really. She's a little bit manipulative, anybody. too. Well, we won't find that out until later. Yeah, oh, oh uh, I forgot about it. God, friggin' Island Adventure just breaking everything. We'll, we'll talk about Sadie's downsides when we get to Island Adventure. Maybe, maybe, I, th I think, this is, this is just something that I just came up with. Maybe, like the tough situation with her mom makes Sadie really bad at confrontation. Yeah, I can see that. And so that's why in Island Adventure, she felt like the only way she could spend time with Lars would be to trick him. Yeah. I don't know. That, the, the tricking thing, I don't know. It, it was immature and it was not. I'm not going to say it's justified. It definitely wasn't justified. But. I don't think it makes her a bad person. Yeah, I, you can definitely understand where she's coming from more than you can with, like, anything Lars does. Yeah, Lars is a, Lars, Lars, everything Lars does is selfish Lars want, whereas Sadie, there's this kind of a... Like, it's sort of like a personal flaw that she struggles with. Also, the fact that the only person she ever hurts with this is Lars, who, you know, thanks who, to yeah. joking victim, has been established as a justified target. Yeah, he's a total jerk. Total tool... Deserves everything that comes to yeah, him, which is always to Sadie garbage. specifically. Well, yeah, and like definitely Lars is kind of very self-centered and really doesn't appreciate the people that matter. Like he's always trying to suck up to the cool kids and not really realizing that Sadie has been a very kind and supportive friend and not really appreciating that. But like, despite all of that, like despite the whole making Sadie wait and then like the only kind of thank you is just letting her play. Like, despite that, I have this kind of life philosophy where I really don't blame people for kind of wanting to get out of work. Like, I kind of just, like, it's not necessarily the best thing. And I mean, if it does come at the expense of others, like Sadie having to work a double shift, then maybe that's not the best thing. But I don't, I, I don't think that's really the worst thing that Lars could have done. I, I understand where you're coming from because I also hate my job. <laughs> but... When it, it's that, it's that justification of when it does come at the expense of somebody yeah. else. Somebody who cares about you a great deal and does a lot for you. Yeah, and, and who's who you, like constantly covering for Lars and you yeah. know, like. Like, come on, buddy, clean up your act. Yeah, and like Sadie obviously has been doing favors for Lars for a long time and been. Like, yeah, I think in the both situations, Sadie is not exactly the most flawless character. Well, but of course not. She tries. Yeah, she nobody, definitely nobody's tries. perfect, and I and think she's got her priorities straight. Like yeah. her, like her intent is to help people, while Lars is to you know try and make himself look cool and to try and like fuel his insecurities about you know 
mm-hmm. being an angsty teenager. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I think Steven Universe has been really good at doing uh, over pretty much like all all the seasons of just ex- showing that good people aren't perfect people. Yeah, good people can do bad things. Yeah, hammered that home a little hard with Pearl. Yeah, and with uh, well, with everyone, like. Even Mayor Dewey yeah. has his flaws. Yeah, even Ma- like let's let's be real. Mayor Dewey isn't perfect. Yeah, well, what the show is the show is like people do have good intentions, but yeah. not always the best way of going through it. Yeah, good and like Lars is the situation perfect. where he has you know like all these we don't know his family, so he might have like a very kind of well. Lars family is a, Lars is a bad person. I think that's been established. He's not a bad person. He's I think I think he sucks. Kind of, He's, He's definitely got his dingus. issues, but I, I don't Mm-mm. think, I think he just, he has issues and he's very immature, but he's also a teenager, dude. Like, cut him some slack. Figuring yourself out, <sighs> angst is pretty. Yeah. As of, as of the latest Steven Bomb, Steven's technically a teenager now. Oh, jeez, you're right. He was technically a teenager throughout the whole show. Uh, unless we yeah. missed his birthday in the I'm first season. I'm not sure if I want to count 13. That's like fake teenager, but yeah, 13 you're right. is he's like... He's been a teenager this whole time, technically. He's well, just getting deep into it. After I think this is where up. it gets a little bit kind of on, like, on a blurry line because Steven was purposefully meant to not seem like a teenager. Like, his age was supposed to be surprising for everyone, for the characters in the show and for the fans. Yeah, I mean, Connie thought he was 12 or younger. Yeah, Connie thought that he was younger than her by, like... And now he's older than her by, like... A almost year? two years by a year and a quarter oh you're right you're right and um that's the whole so like it can be kind of thought of as steven really isn't a teenager he's still kind of stuck as being yeah. an, an eight-year-old yeah his mental growth is not the same as his physical growth when he was eight he decided that he was just kind of fine with that and stagnated like quote unquote yeah absolutely yeah but he did pretty good working at the big donut i mean i don't agree with dumping all of those napkins on that soda no that was the best solution of the do you know how hard it is to find a mop um do you realize no do you realize mops hide from you they do (laughs) i swear it well i mean jamie had no problem finding one jamie is a mystical man of wonder but I do, I do love how Stephen <laughs> describes the Big Donut as the most, or the break room of the Big Donut as the most magical place he's ever seen. I like how Stephen's like getting this job is the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, I'm just like Stephen. Stephen, you are a magical being. You, your mother is an alien warlord, you know, from outer space. Yeah, your dad is a literal rock star. I loved Amethyst um, and how just how completely unhelpful she just was. Just the yeah. most apathetic, and that's me. That's like me sometimes, like especially at work. Like when I'm off the clock, I will not move. We make a pretty great team. You didn't help at all. Eh, I don't know. That's 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 like the opposite of me. I hate feeling useless. I just I'm like I'll probably screw it up. I just want to help more. No, but like <laughs> when I choose not to help. Like, that's fine. If I'm, like, trying to help and I'm not helping, that's bad. That sucks. I hate that. Yeah, I don't know. This episode got pretty wacky. Like, there's a lot... Like, Steven Universe goes all over the place sometimes, but this one got pretty wacky. Like, let's... 
Lars breathed literal fire. Yeah. Like, he breathed <laughs> Like the Great Beach fire. City Fire of 2014. Jeez. <laughs> um, the giant ice cream. That was funny, but like, geez, that is silly. Like, that, and then, mm. you know, everyone's like, just there's gem stuff going on all the time. I mean, people are just... It's hard to be phased anymore at this you know, point. Breathing fire just it just happens sometimes. Yeah, it just happens. Know? I don't know. It it felt I don't know. But yeah, it was it was super sad. I mean, even you realize Sadie's reaction wasn't holy crap, he's breathing fire. It's oh no, he's going to he might cause some serious damage. Yeah, that's that's I guess <laughs> that's what like the difference uh, you get between like have having a show that's just written by a board of writers and one that's storyboarded by or one that's storyboarded by a bunch of different people at separate times. It's just, you get these like really cool down to earth type episodes, like a, like Sadie's song. Um, how, how is Sadie's song a down to earth episode? Haven't you noticed that she's a star? <laughs> uh, I, I, thank you for listening to the Lunar Six Fire podcast. GC wins. Okay, everybody, this was Joking Victim. Join us next week where we will be talking about Stephen and the Stevens. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. Later, kiddos! Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.